two things right off the bat for this queen deep dive. Number one, this was never a single. And for the life of me, I don't understand that. It wasn't even a B-side. Number two, this was never played live. And I think that was a huge mistake. But we'll get into all that and more. Of course, this is Charlie Tate. Thanks for tuning in, you guys. I'm finally back at it on my podcast, and today it's a Queen Deep Dive day. We are, of course, still kicking off Queen's 10th album, Hot Space, released in 1982. We're in the gritty, dancey, sexy side of the album. We talked about the opening number, Staying Power, in the previous episode. And today we're shifting gears. That was, of course, a Freddie Mercury composition. This is Moody May. This is a Brian May composition. Of course, guitarist, astrophysicist Brian May has brought us many an interesting number throughout the years from Queen. I'm constantly surprised when we get things like this, fat, oh, wow, I can't even talk, fat-bottomed girls, tie your mother down, even white man. But here's the thing about Brian. He's very honest. He's very straightforward. He's very open with his feelings. He wears his heart on his sleeve, which I do as well. And I think that's why he's my favorite writer in the band Queen. And today, it's anything but a reflective, sobering, soft number. This is no white queen as it began. No, this is not all dead, all dead, or anything like that. We are talking dancer, track two, our 110th dive. Sorry, track two <laughs> on Hot Space. I got a little ahead of myself there. This is rock and dance. And I think Brian is particularly proud of how this song turned out based on comments I've read. This is almost metal dance. And it's still considered an... Er ex I am having a day. <laughs> this is still considered an experimental number even in the Queen catalog, which I think says a lot because these guys went out of their way to do a little bit of everything, every genre ever, and they were incredible at doing that. So let's talk more about Dancer. Yes, not a single. Why in the world not? I, I really don't understand. Here's the thing about that. I'm not the only one who feels this way. Fans praise this. Let's, let's talk about sentiment first. I don't usually do that right off the bat, but it's very important to note this. A lot of silence from critics on this song in particular, and I mentioned how a lot of critics, especially on the U.S. side, completely left Hot Space out of the conversation. If any of them wrote anything about the album Hot Space, it was focusing on a track or the boys' diversity. But there was very little written or said about Hot Space. It was largely ignored. And the biggest reason for that is because all of the publications, the stations that previously loved Queen had no idea what to do with Hot Space. So crickets from critics. But fans love this. I think it's almost unanimously loved. When people talk about Hot Space, even if they're a little on the fence about the album or they flat out hate it, this song still gets a lot of love. 
and some refer to it as a better option for a single release, even a lead single for hot space because it wouldn't have stunned the fans as much, et cetera, et cetera. We haven't talked about the lead single from Hot Space yet. We haven't got there yet. I don't want to say too much about it because it's a very controversial number in Queen's catalog for a very good reason. But let's just say this. That song was so different compared to earlier Queen songs, even songs we heard on the game, which preceded this album by just two years. That song was so different. I think it didn't just stun fans. It offended many. But a lot of people say, you know what, Dancer? This would have been great because it still has a gritty rock edge. Yes, it echoes other Brian rockin' numbers that I mentioned previously. We'll talk about that in more detail. So for the life of me, I do not know. Guys, I don't have an answer for you. Why was this not a single or even a B-side on a single? It could have stood so well on its own. I I think it would have reeled in those fans that were perhaps apprehensive about going down this new path with Queen in this genre. But here we are. We're at BPM of 100, time signature of 4-4, and a key of E major. There's a little bit of minor inflection in here, though. You feel it a little bit. There's some attitude, and it's perfectly reflected in that tone. What is the topic? So this is really funny. When I first heard this song many times over, in my head, I was thinking, this person is at a party with a lot of people, and they're enjoying a dancer, perhaps a risque dancer. But as I read the lyrics over and over again, and I listened to this over and over again, it suddenly dawned on me, we're not at a party. We're kicking it at our own private party. And the reason for that is entirely in the lyrics. We'll talk about the lyrics some more as we break down the nitty gritty of the song. Dancer, it's actually a surprising term and a title coming from this always rockin' band, isn't it? I never really thought about that. But somebody made that comment. I wish I'd noted where I read that. It's an interesting choice for the song's title, but it's so often said and saying that it makes perfect sense. But it is true that coming from a rock band, this is a very interesting choice of title, especially given the fact that the boys, at least one of them, hated being referred to as a disco band on this album. But nonetheless, this is still called Dancer. The beat of She Makes Me, Stormtroopers and Stilettos, meets the edgy blues of Fat Bottom Girls. Yeah, that's what I get from this. It's basically a follow-up to Brian's previously rockin' and one of my absolute favorites, Dragon Attack. And just as vicious in a way, it's almost metal dance and is still considered very experimental as a piece. And again, I think even Brian considers it so. The growling guitar, it contrasts brilliantly against that bouncing bass line. And you might be surprised, it's impressive that both came from Brian. Uh Uh-uh, there is no John. Would you believe the drum machine also came from Brian. Yeah, we have some live drums here. But Brian, this is very much his baby, his piece. John is entirely absent. 
That's almost a first. That doesn't happen very often where one of the guys just isn't there. I think we've had that happen before with all of them. It seems to me that's happened before with all of them. I remember specifically a few that didn't have any Freddie on there, if you can believe that, especially being the lead singer of the band. But here we have no John. Tons of layers of guitars and those parallel harmonies. Freddie is a vocal animal. I'm so glad he has the lead vocal here, growling, snarling, and snapping. I talked about on the previous number staying power how Freddie's aggression as a vocalist and that attitude is fully realized here, even more than we heard on the game. I think his expression started to change somewhere in there, right around the jazz era as we went into the game. And now here, this guy is all attitude and sassiness, and I love it. I love his vocal performance. Roger does provide notable backing vocals standing out here and there, along with Brian. We get some more cymbals, aggression, compared to the previous opening number. It's not too complex in structure, dancer, with only a handful of chords. Tonality isn't at all rich, with melodies or harmonies very often in almost any way, but this makes a statement. This is sexy and rough and rowdy and just a little naughty. Guitar lovers will dig this. Perfectly dark and exciting and intense. Brian, you little troublemaker. And we'll talk about why, again, those lyrics. Some fun ones to sing here. I mentioned this already, but I have to emphasize this again. Never played live. Why? <laughs> we talk about songs the guys own live. The previous one, Staying Power, sounded so great on a stage because completely different vibe. It lacked the jazzy brass that is such a hallmark feature of the album version. But I think I mentioned I love Staying Power Better Live. And this, I think, would have been another one of those numbers that had they done it live with live drums from Raj and the intensity of Freddie's vocal performance, John could have played live bass here and Brian could have dug in on the backing vocals and his guitar. This would have been perfection. Maybe it's because it wasn't a single. I would imagine that was one of the reasons why, but... I still think the guys would have been, should have been fully aware of this track's potential as a live piece, but they never played it. Go figure. And I'm sad because <laughs> it would have been fantastic. There's some numbers that I could take or leave live. This one in my brain exists as a perfect piece of queen rock out. Even more grit, even more loudness, rowdiness. Just give me all of it. I've got some fun facts about Dancer. In addition to some band critique, which I don't know if we had. No, we did not have any on Staying Power. So this is nice. Brian played the bass line. Yeah, I mentioned that before, but I have to emphasize it again because he played it on an Oberheim OBXA. And really, when you, when you hear it, there's a lyrical playing and a style to it that is very much distinctly Brian. And I find it interesting that we get his style through two entire, well, a bunch of different instruments on this song, and it's all him. Very much so, Brian. This is the only song on the album Hot Space to actually reference the album's title in its lyrics. Yes, we hear it loud and clear, Hot Space. 
in this song. That's why I've said it like that before. It's the only time we hear it because there is no song called Hot Space on the album. The German phone message at the end of the song was recorded in Munich and translates to, at least roughly, I should know this because I took German. What? But it translates to very roughly, good morning, you wanted to be woken up, or good morning, this is your wake-up call. I should go back and listen to it again and translate it myself. It would be good practice. Anyway, moving on, we got some band critique from Brian himself with On the Record in 82. He said, quote, that's guitar in parallel harmonies. Those aren't my favorite harmonies, really. I much prefer guitar harmonies, which aren't parallel. There are very few people who have done them. The real interest in guitar harmonies comes from when they're crossing over, diverging, and converging. Somehow on Dancer, it seemed right to do those parallels. And what he's talking about is how the notes move in unison in the, in the same intervals. So typically, he loves to do things more flowered up and more interesting, more unexpected, I think is what we're talking about, where yes, the harmonies kind of fall away from each other or they come in close together really tight. And that's something that the guys talked about with their vocals as well, about their big bombastic harmonized vocals. They always tried to do very extreme, unexpected things. So I think Roger said it best, they aren't too cozy as harmonies. And I think Brian is essentially saying the same thing here about the guitar harmonies that he typically prefers to play. I wish I had more to say about this song. I don't have any negative criticism. And I think that's a great thing because what we get is a fan base that genuinely, generally likes the song. And I think a lot of critics, at least now, recognize how good a track this is especially when it comes to everything else on Hot Space. Because again, if you're not a huge fan of the dance slash disco, or at least how it was perceived, disco vibe, Dancer is something that fans of earlier Queen are still going to love and enjoy. This smashing, stomping beat, let's get into the details here, that Brian bassline, yes, it's lyrical, melodic, somehow an awful lot like his guitar playing, even as a synth. There's such a cohesiveness with so many instruments played by Brian. And Freddie, all falsetto and sneaky as we go into the first verse. I'm not invited to the party, been sitting here all night. All right, let's, let's talk about the lyrics here. Right off the bat, I'm not invited to the party, been sitting here all night. So we get the impression that this man is ready for a good time, but he's not with anyone. He's not out and about. He's been on his own all night, presumably. The stomping, the insistence keeps on. And then that bass drives up the scale, chromatically winding up. It's really just all bass. Aside from the vocals, we don't have a lot of melodic stuff happening here instrumentally. We do not have an overabundance of anything. It's very much beat and bass and vocals. It's what gives this song so much tension and anticipation. And then Freddie, take off, crash those cymbals. Dancer, dancer, can't live with it. I'm gonna die without it. Yeah. All of a sudden we went from super soft falsettos to this aggression. There's this scratchiness and this grit, this sandpaper quality to this. And it's total rock and roll. I'm telling you, this has an edge 
that a lot of the songs on Hot Space don't have. But let's think about the lyrics again. Dancer, dancer, I can't live with it. I'm going to die without it. Sounds like this guy, this narrator, is a little bit hesitant to enjoy what's happening here. And again, I feel like it's him and a lady. And that's it. We're also clearly dealing with some frustration. We get that consistently from the lyrics throughout the verses. There's other lyrics that we'll get into, you know, ain't got no black coat, ain't got no tie. There's a lot of pent up frustration and aggression. And it gives so much energy to this song that is exclusively, almost exclusively, rock and roll in that way. That's what makes this song so, it's such a tease, sexy in that way. And, ooh, back to this chorus here, hot guitars. There he is in classic Brian form. Such a joy to hear him playing like this. Something about it, like a sparse, more modern, tie your mother down. I get that from here. Another great, edgy Brian number. That aggression, syncopation, three plus five to be exact. And it's so easy going like that. You don't even think about it. Dancer, dancer. You know, it's just, it's almost jazzy in that way, the way it's delivered. This chorus is loud, gritty, heavy, bluesy. Brian's description of a very experimental dance rock song is still on point. The choral vocals with all three boys, Rogers, high falsetto, hello. They surround us with fun, funky deliveries, enthusiasm. Freddie reels us in. Why don't you kick off your dancing shoes and come and ride with me? Ooh, yeah. The heat, the suggestion. We thought Freddie's staying power was hot, but then there's this. His delivery is loud and strong, but we sink into the slinky bass line again. And Freddie's softer, but still sexy tone. But this lyric, you guys, is pure gold. The way it's delivered. I'm gonna see if I can do it the way it's supposed to be done. You're the left and soul of the function. <laughs> I think it's even written with the word funk, F-U-N-K, function. You're the left and the soul of the function. It took me all night. <laughs> it's just, I can hear, see, this is the reason why I think people say that this album must have influenced Michael Jackson's thriller. And they're still disputing about that. I've, I, I remember mentioning how I really I dove very deep into that and I could not find any definitive answers. I could not find any actual factual documents to back that up, but a lot of people say it. But it's things like this, when you hear it, the falsetto, the syncopation, the kind of staccato delivery, it's very Michael Jackson, very thriller Michael Jackson, that era. So I get it. And oh, we get some accents, bent notes from Brian on guitar, some riffs and distortion. Nice accents against the spoken lyrics from the boys. My body cries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost, it's almost humorous, but dang, it makes me want to dance. That chorus, again, more symbols, more enthusiasm from our front man. Hot space. Let's go. There it is. Kicks off the bridge. Plenty of Brian in it. This is a very long solo section. The length of this section, a lot of room to play and play hard. Guitar on the right, 
on the left, on the right, together. It rises and crescendos into those parallel harmonies and octaves that celebrate this lively number. Note, this is very important. These guitar harmonies right now in this song are the only ones heard on the entirety of Hot Space. Did you know that? That's how sparse this album is. Roger appears on live drums. And if there was any doubt, even more cymbals. The bass commands our attention as all guitars disappear again for a moment, just long enough to rise into another lively chorus. But just when we think it's another similar chorus, everything drops, save the clangy percussion. Hello, Raj. At least I hope he's in there in real life. And those acapella vocals, dancer, dancer, just bring out the funk and dance the night away. I love that moment. You can hear all the boys in the harmonies, tambourine, even if it's not real, shake it, baby. (laughs) That wavering guitar note, so unmistakably Brian. And Freddie improvises to his heart's content right alongside Brian's soaring red special. Dance, dance, dance. It actually, that moment right there actually reminds me of the Napoleon Dynamite part. Dance, dance. Don't ask. The phone rings in German. Good morning. This is your wake-up call. Although I should have memorized it in German. But that's it. It essentially repeats. We have that riff. We have some improvising, more improvising from Freddie, from Brian, and it fades out. This is a fun song. I love this song. It's become one of my favorites on Hot Space. And I truly think it stands out in this sea of dance songs. This stands out as something really unique. I do think this has an interesting contrast that you don't often hear. We have this incredible aggression that is unmistakably rock and roll. And then you have that beat. But it's still a mashup of these things we've had from Brian before. Like I said, she makes me stormtroopers and stilettos. Now, yeah, like fat bottom girls is kind of here with the bluesiness and the heaviness. And then you have tie your mother down, albeit a little bit slower, perhaps, and in a slightly more modern fashion of that time. But this is this has Brian written all over it. Sad that we have no John here. It would have been. Quite fascinating, I think, to hear a little bit of live bass with the synth bass. Am I asking too much on such a stark number? Maybe. But I think Dancer, with this kind of vibe, is perfection on this album. This is as close as classic Queen that we're going to get. Just about. Yes, there's some more ballad moments, some softer moments on the second side of the album that definitely echo numbers from the band we've heard previously. But this has an energy that's on fire, and I still don't know why this was not performed live. Another question. I should make notes of every single one of the times I've said this. Another question I would have for Brian and or Roger about this song was the disdain for for Hot Space just so great at, at, at a certain point, because clearly the guys all at some point, perhaps a year or two down the road from the release of Hot Space, they all felt that they took a step too far here because they knew that people didn't receive it very well in most respects. So maybe this was just a leftover thing that they didn't want to touch it. 
but I would still love to hear Dancer. In fact, if they're going to continue touring, throw it on the set list, please. I think Adam Lambert could have a ball with this. I can already hear him singing it. This is his kind of song. This vocal performance is totally his kind of song. Bring it, guys. Queen and Adam Lambert, let's hear it. Dancer. But that's all for today. Until next time, keep yourselves alive. I'm going to be back talking about a very groovy third number from another queen. One that we didn't hear from at all on this number. So I'll be back next time. You guys have a fantastic day. Gorgeous night. Do something great for yourself. Enjoy. Dive in hot space with me as we come back for more. All right, guys, take care. Till next time.